0: The Beatles are a pretty nice band And we've got a lot to say The Beatles are a pretty nice band Talk about them day after day But we also love the outfield a lot So are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band Someday we'll judge if they're fine Oh yeah Someday we'll judge if they're fine
1: Flying! Have you ever had dreams of flying, Andrew?
0: Yeah, I have actually. Like, I spent a year flying on planes at least twice a week for work. Uh, so, I often had those dreams of just like always being in motion. But the most con- disconcerting dream I had about flying happened on one of the few times I've fallen asleep on a plane. I'm just not good at that, but this time I was. And I was uh, treated to having a dream about an air disaster while flying on a, on a cross country flight. I did not sleep the rest of the time. Mm.
1: I I think I've had dreams of flying because this happens, this used to happen a uh, a fair amount in my 20s, and then recently it started happening again, where I will wake up from a nap or, you know, sleeping um, with a start, and I have the sensation that my feet just landed on the ground from not being on the ground. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um and apparently that, that's not I'm not like the only one who has that. Uh, but I I would assume I was dreaming about flying and I, look, I woke up landing. Didn't yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Isn't it like um like it doesn't like in like Mario, uh he, when he when you start a new level or whatever, like he just kinda like lands and it's like, Okay, and now we're starting. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah, I'm Mario, uh, I guess. It's a you. In, in my dreams, I'm I'm a plumber, <laughs> voiced by Chris Pratt. God. So yeah, this is an instrumental. Yeah. You think we got nothing to say about it, huh? Probably not. You fought. You fought wrong, fuckos. Hey. Yeah. Look, uh, this was good practice for the Abbey Road medley. I think it's a transitional piece, working to connect a larger piece. It would have been a lot cooler if Magical Mystery Tour had a full-length soundtrack. But fine, I get it. They were burned out after Sgt. Pepper. But um, this still fits. It's still cool. Particularly the beginning is funky. Uh, And maybe they were smart not to write lyrics for flying. Um, I initially thought it's really hard to write about flying without being cheesy. But then I kept thinking of exceptions like the Foo Fighters... Frank Sinatra, the Steve Miller band, uh, Tom Petty, uh, Tom Petty. So, you know, maybe they could have wrote something, but, uh, it's still, you know, it works for me.
0: Yeah. You know, I didn't, with this song, I didn't realize that I'd heard this song before until, um, friend of the pod, Joe, uh, last night reminded me, he's like, I used to DJ this song every month (laughs) at the, at our monthly spot at the bar. Um, but you know honestly, like if I had a radio show now, like I would totally use this song as a track to like talk over or back announce like songs uh mm-hmm. you know it's at the end of the day though, it's an instrumental, so it's it's kind of tough to compare it as a pop song in the canon, but I think it's still uh it's still an interesting track.
1: Yeah, that would be good bed music
0: uh-huh. that's the word bed music that's yeah
1: yeah all, all your terms were correct too it, you know. This is originally titled Aerial Tour Instrumental. It was the first Beatles recording to have a songwriting credit featuring all four members. Flying was the only Beatles instrumental released by EMI. The group had previously recorded Cry for a Shadow in Hamburg in 1961 and 12 Bar Original during the Rubber Soul Sessions in 1965. In the Magical Mystery Tour movie, Flying was used to accompany landscape scenes. Of Iceland taken from an aeroplane. These sequences were unused outtakes from Stanley Kubrick's 1964 film, Dr. Strangelove. That's pretty
0: interesting. Yeah. Or How I Learned to Love Iceland. (laughs) I get it. (laughs) Jeff Emmerich does not have
1: great memories of the recording of flying. Um, This was another example of, you know, the Beatles kind of losing their bearings a little bit just kind of so this fucking is
0: fucking around
1: mucking around this is uh jeff speaking the beatles turned up at the studio unusually late one night near midnight and spent some seven hours in a stoned haze jamming endlessly and pointlessly in search of a new kind of high lennon had brought a big strobe light in so at one point they turned out the lights and started running around as if they were in an old film that lasted for about five minutes, after which everyone started complaining of a headache. (laughs) All four of them were completely out of it, tripping on acid probably, and it was the first Beatles session I'd ever attended where absolutely nothing was accomplished. Perhaps the first seeds of what was to become the instrumental track flying were planted that night, but for the most part it was just them being silly, much to the annoyance of George Martin, who was constantly bumming cigarettes off me, a sure sign of his frustration. He tried to point out to John, Paul, and George that their guitars weren't even in tune, but giggling like children, they brushed him off, saying, that's okay, we're just doing a demo. As midnight turned to 1am, a disgruntled George Martin turned to me in the control room and said, what am I here for anyway? I had no answer. With that, he simply got up and left, without even bothering to get on to talk back and say goodnight to the four Beatles, who continued jamming away in the darkened Studio 2 below, oblivious. A few hours later, a weary, bored-to-tears Richard repeated the producer's question to be verbatim, even out of George's affected, upper-class accent. I had to laugh. After a moment's thought, the only response I could come up with was, you're right, come on, let's go, this is ridiculous. With that, we did what we would have, been, would have been unthinkable just a few short months ago. We walked out on a Beale session. We didn't say a word to them either. We just left. On our way out, we told the commissioner that things had gotten out of hand and we were going home, even though the group were still playing. We were a bit worried about how he would break the news to them and how they might react, but his response was a casual, Okay, I'll give them another half hour and then I'll go in there and tell them we're closing up and they have to leave. The next day, we couldn't wait to find out what had happened. <laughs> we figured we'd get some grief about it, but nothing was ever said. The four Beatles were obviously too embarrassed to admit that we'd abandoned them. Or, more likely, too stoned to even remember. From the outset, it was always meant to be just incidental music for the film, so nobody wanted to spend a lot of time on it. Ringo's voice was the most prominent one of the chanting, and that was done deliberately because Paul wanted a different kind of vocal texture, one that wasn't so obviously beatle George Harrison's guitar had a distinctive sound too because I used a DI box instead of miking his amp. The end result was a mellow, jazzy tone that we felt perfectly comp- complemented the tasty part he was playing.
0: Tasty licks.
1: Mmm-hmm. Delicious. The original cut was 9 minutes and 36 <laughs> seconds long. It was edited down. Rex Reed, in a highly unfavorable review of the album, said that it sounds like the soundtrack of an old Maria Montez jungle movie, at just about the point where she feeds the chanting populace to the cobras.
0: Okay. Sure. <laughs> it, it
1: it uh it provides an image. Sure. Love Count zero. Ah, uh, it was just chanting. It was just if implied. A- <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> Flying is love. Uh, no, wait, what's the, what's the airline where they they have a heart as their logo or, Southwest.
0: Yes, Southwest. Yeah, they love you so much Josie's... they let you pick your seat. So oh. it's chaos. <laughs> we love chaos. <laughs> That's the Southwest promise.
1: Who are we sponsored by this? Oh, oh no! Oh. No! Josie scale, well, it's not fair,
0: really, but uh, I'll give this one a Josie. Yeah, it's got to be a Josie for me, too. The Beatles are a pretty nice band. Talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfield a lot. So are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band. Someday we'll judge if they're fine. Oh, yeah. Someday we'll judge if they're fine.